Baseball is right around the corner, and today's show is going to be discussing about what made the 2019 Washington Nationals so special. You'll find out right after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Clary, and I have taken my passion for baseball as well as the Nationals into podcast form here with the Locked On Podcast Network. And I enjoy every single episode that I get to talk about our favorite baseball team. And on today's show, first off, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And the big question for today's show is what made the World Series champions, the 2019 Washington Nationals, so special? And I answer this because the other day, a Twitter account that we're all familiar with, familiar with that we all love, MLB Metrics, posted a photo of the 2019 Astros lineup, and it went viral. The Nationals even liked that. And what that tweet was about, this was the tweet. The 2019 Astros were the greatest collection of talent I've ever seen on a baseball field. Therefore, the Nats went to like that tweet. Just kind of be like, hey, we saw that, but guess who won that 2019 World Series? Your Washington Nationals. You and I. World champions, fans, that's right. So what made that team so special? What was so special about that roster? Because everyone, if you remember that World Series, everyone, and I mean everyone, including ourselves, we were picking the Astros. They were the loaded team. They had Garrett Cole. They had Justin Verlander. They had Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, George Springer, name them, Kyle Tucker, Alex Bregman. They were loaded, but no, 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 not for this Nationals team. What made us so special that 2019 season? I can start off by saying this first. We had the superstars also, not just the Astros. Yes, of course, they were the more loaded lineup. They were the better overall lineup. But when you look at that 2019 Nationals team, you're telling me that this lineup isn't at least comparable to theirs? I think it is. Even as far as talent goes, as production goes, whatever metric that you look at it as, I think the Nationals were went toe-to-toe with the Astros squad. We just didn't have the bullpen that they had. They had the deep, deep starting pitching staff as well as we did. We had that as well. They had the lineup, the deep lineup. But we also had role players that made it special for us. I'm going to get to the role players in that second segment. But this first segment is about the superstars we had. Let's start off with Juan Soto. The 20-year-old Juan Soto, who put his name in the bright lights on the big stage first in that wild card game. That wild card game when Juan Soto, bases loaded, bottom of the eighth inning, down by two runs, 
hits that double to right field, takes a weird hop, gets by Trent Grisham, three runs score. Now the whole world knows about Juan Soto right then and there. Obviously, the normal fans, the big baseball fans knew about him. But the casuals, as I like to call them, didn't really know too much about him. Well, that put Juan Soto on the big stage. Now everyone knows about him. Move on. Anthony Rendon on a contract year. The way that Anthony Rendon composed himself through that entire 2019 season should have gotten more MVP consideration for what he did that year. Had a 10-10 OPS. Had a 598 slugging percentage. Almost slugged for 600%, guys. Or 600 points, rather. You see the talent that this Nationals team had just between those two guys. And then you look at the pitching staff with Trey, or not Trey Turner, with Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin, Anibal Sanchez down in the second half of that year. And then the bullpen with Daniel Hudson. This Nationals team, as far as superstars go, and yes, all those guys in that order are superstars for that Nationals run. Daniel Hudson, I said it a few weeks ago. We don't win that World Series without Daniel Hudson. And I say that because the bullpen is what wins World Series in pitching as a whole. We figured that out in 2019 when you had a a put-together bullpen with Patrick Corbin down in the end getting the, uh, the win in Game 7 of the World Series. You saw it a lot down the stretch. Anibal Sanchez coming out of the pen. Steven Strasburg coming out of the pen. Max Scherzer getting consideration to come out of the pen. That's what you have to do in the postseason when you maybe don't have that strong of a bullpen, just like the Astros did. The Astros did have that strong bullpen, but the Nationals didn't. So they had to put together this kind of weird bullpen situation where you combine starting pitchers like Corbin, like Sanchez, like the other guys. And you put them in the bullpen roles and see what they can do to generate outs. And that's what the Nationals did best that year. And these superstars, the guys that I think were the main reason for the success of the 2019 Nationals. That was the biggest part of this deal, in my opinion. The team that we had is as comparable as that 2019 Houston Astros team. And I will live and die by by that declaration that I have made. I truly think so. And I say that a little tongue-in-cheek because I knew know the powers that they have with that Astros lineup. But even then, you look at it, and you discuss it, and you put it side-by-side, and you're like, you know what? That 2019 Nationals team was as good, in my honest opinion. Talented-wise, maybe not. But toe-to-toe? There was no better team in baseball in the second half of 2019 than your Washington Nationals. We know about the 19-31 and 31 start, but guess what? Count the wins after that, they pile up, and they sure did. So that 2019 Nationals team, what made them special, obviously, is the star power that we had. The balance that we had all around, from the lineup, from catching, from pitching, starting pitching, infield, defense. The Nationals had it. They had every single bit of it. Rookie Victor Robles stepping up in the plate. He wasn't a considered superstar for that team, in my humbled opinion. 
but he's going to be discussed about in that second segment as far as my role players go for that year. But the superstars, Anthony Rendon, Trey Turner, Juan Soto, Steven Strasburg, Max Scherzer, all those guys that helped the Washington Nationals get to the position that they were in 2019 played a vital role in that team's success. And you may look at them and be like, well, how did we acquire all of this talent? How did we get all of this talent one by one in the building for that perfect time? Let's go by the superstars. Let's talk about this. Juan Soto, international signing draft class by the Nationals. They signed him. They inked the deal with them and got him. Anthony Rendon, a top 10 pick in the 2012 MLB draft. Got him. Trey Turner, one of the biggest trade deals of all time, or one of the trade steals of all time. Trading away Steven Souza Jr. to the Rays. Therefore, in a three-team deal, we get back from the Padres, Joe Ross, and a player to be named later, who was Trey Turner. Also, Max Scherzer signed to a huge deal after coming off free agency. Obvious win there. Steven Strasburg, first-round pick. Patrick Corbin signed in free agency. Daniel Hudson, a sneaky, amazing trade deadline acquisition in that 2019 season. So you look at these guys, Juan Soto, Anthony Rendon, Trey Turner, Steven Strasburg. Four of those guys were homemade talents that the Nationals acquired themselves and developed themselves too. Trey Turner's on that list. I consider him that because he was traded a couple months after he was drafted. So he was a Washington National in my mind, rather than the San Diego Padres. So you look at that team, and you think about all the talent that you acquired there, that high volume talent, big-time international signing classes, top 10 picks, top 15 picks with Trey, Trey Turner, number one overall picks. That's what you need to do to win championships and to win multiple of them which we ultimately did not do, we know why. But that's what you need to do in order to have teams have success. You need to have them come together and build this ultimate empire similar to what the the Astros have done here and there. Because now you see them, the Astros have been a powerhouse for almost running on a decade now in about a year from now. So the Nationals... Could have been similar to the Astros, but ultimately they weren't. But you look at those guys and what they meant and how they got here. It's simple. They were our guys. We developed them and we made them to who they are today. All of them multi, multi, multi millionaires. But not with the Nationals, unfortunately. Keep that part out. But now I'm going to talk to you about some of the role players that I thought this 2019 team made a huge difference. And I truly mean that when I say a huge difference. I'm going to discuss about where we got those guys. But before, I'm going to tell you about my guys over at FanDuel. We are really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy and guys download FanDuel now so you can get Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet 
you'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. And guys, the Super Bowl, we are about two weeks away from that. And FanDuel has you covered just like they have your boy covered. I'm going to be looking at the Eagles' money line. I'm not a big Chiefs guy. I don't think they're going to win it this year. I like those Philadelphia Eagles, so I'm going to hit them on the money line, and I'm going to get an A.J. Brown anytime touchdown, and that's going to be my play for the big game. So, guys, join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fit. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment with more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And now we get back into what made the 2019 Washington Nationals so special. I highlighted the star players. Now it's time to get into the nitty gritty with the role players who ultimately, and I know I said this, the superstars are what make a championship team. But also, the role players that go along with it is just as important. You need the superstars, obviously. But you also need the role players to play their role. And you need that in a perfect, beautiful marriage. And that's what the Washington Nationals ultimately did. And they made the most of it. First off, we start off with the NLCS MVP. MVP. MVP, Howie Kendrick. Howie Kendrick. What did he mean to the Washington Nationals? He did nothing important in the postseason, right? He did not hit that grand slam in game five in the NLDS. He didn't do that. He didn't hit the two-run home run in game seven of the World Series. He didn't do that. Oh, that's right, he did. He was clutch. Howie Kendrick raked that year. And if the DH was implemented in the NL for 2019, Howie Kendrick may have won a silver slugger. He was that good for the Nationals down that stretch, and particularly that year. In only 370 plate appearances, Howie Kendrick batted 344, had a 395 OBP, a 572 slugging percentage, which was higher than Juan Soto, and that was good for a 966 OPS that was also higher than Juan Soto. Now, he wasn't a qualified hitter that year, because he only appeared in 370 plate appearances and it wasn't up to league average. But what Juan Soto did versus what Howie Kendrick did, Juan Soto was obviously the more impactful player. But when Juan, but not when Juan, when Howie Kendrick stepped up to the plate, you knew what you were getting. He was going to hit the ball in play. He was going to hit it hard. And usually he was going to find a gap. Anytime, any place, home run threat. Ultimate utility guy could play multiple different positions, and that is what's invaluable to a championship team. Howie Kendrick, I could do a whole show on, on the importance that he had to that 2019 Washington Nationals run. And ultimately, I know we talk about the postseason hits, the home run, and the NLCS MVP, and the World Series Game 7 home run. We love to talk about that. But the regular season that Howie Kendrick had was also fantastic fantastic what he did in that regular season and that was one of the better ways to have him kind of it wasn't a send-off in a sense 
but it was also kind of like a, hey, we forgot about 2020. 2019, Howie Kendrick, you're the man. Put a statue up for Howie Kendrick, for all I care. But now also with the role players, this is a sneaky one that I think that the Nationals had to make. And ultimately, would we have won it without this piece? I don't know. But I'm going to be turning my attention to a Struble Cabrera. DFA'd by the Rangers in August. Couldn't find a trade partner. He was as good as gone. The Nationals picked him up. And what did Estrubel Cabrera do? Well, all he did was play a phenomenal second base. And he, again, hit the snot out of the baseball. Batting 323 with the Washington Nationals down that stretch. Had a 404 OBP. Had a 565 slugging percentage with a 969 OPS. Estrubel Cabrera. One, you remember him for the web gem plays that he made down with Cleveland in the early 2010s. You remember him in 2014 with the Washington Nationals in that giant series, playing second base and playing a damn good one as well. You remember the times when he was there. But his bat and what he provided with the Washington Nationals was ultimately to fill that second base hole. Because not only are you going to be getting stout defense from him, but you got one of the better hitters in that second half for the Washington Nationals, and he was just claimed off waivers. He was cut, left to die. The Washington Nationals picked him up, and they juiced that lemon, and they got every single ounce of drop of juice out of Struble Cabrera. It was that important to the Nationals. An important role down the stretch. And guys, defense also does matter, obviously. In the World Series. Obviously. So therefore, Estrubel Cabrera, one of the more important role players down the stretch for the Washington Nationals. Ryan Zimmerman, Mr. National. This is more so of an off-the-field perspective for Ryan Zimmerman. You kind of need that franchise-setting, team-captain kind of leader for a championship team, in my opinion. The Astros have it with Jose Altuve. The Dodgers have it with Clayton Kershaw. While your Nationals have it with Ryan Zimmerman, or they had it with Ryan Zimmerman, as he is now retired, as you all know. Ryan Zimmerman, the leadership, the first home run in the World Series, the kind of the steady Eddie guy who's going to be productive over at first base, who's going to have the pop, who's going to have the little swagger to him. It's Ryan Zim. It's Zim, number 1-1, number 11. Ryan Zimmerman, the leadership that he composed throughout that entire way was awesome. The broken bat single in the wild card game that kind of get got the rally going. All of that stuff made for an important 2019 season. Now to the catchers. Jan Gom and Kurt Suzuki. I think this is another sleeping giant as far as the production goes. Jan Gomes kind of struggled at the plate for the most part. Had a 223 batting average. That was good for a 704 OPS. But also, Kurt Suzuki had a solid offensive impact. Had an 809 OPS. Had a 264 batting average. And ultimately had a 486 slugging percentage. Jan Gomes, 12 home runs and 40, 43 RBIs. Kurt Suzuki, 17 home runs and 63 RBIs. 
The Nationals got 29 home runs and 43 plus 63. That's 116 RBIs from your catching duo. I, I was about to say Pluto. From the catching duo. That is an impactful bat, no matter position to where you look at. 29 home runs from the catching position. I'm going to take that any day of the week. That platoon that we had in 2019 between Suzuki and between Jan Gomes was as important as any of these role players. They, in fact, were the definition of role players for that national squad. They played a role. They knew that Jan Gomes was going to be catching for Patrick Corbin. They knew Kurt Suzuki was going to be catching for Max Scherzer. You knew that was going to be happening. But those guys played those roles, and they played it perfectly. Not only did they provide veteran leadership, but they provided stability behind the plate in a much-needed time of stability for the Washington Nationals. Now, Victor Robles. Victor Robles, by far and away, his best year was his rookie season. In fact, he was sixth on the team in war that year, which is a little surprising considering he was ahead of Trey Turner. He was ahead of Anibal Sanchez. He was ahead of Howie Kendrick and Adam Eaton. All those guys. He was just behind Patrick Corbin, Juan Soto, Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, and Anthony Rendon. So you could say Victor Robles was the sixth most most important piece on that championship team. You could. A 4.4 war that year, plus outstanding defense, He was solid at the plate, just an above average hitter, and you put everything together, that creates a really good ball player. And Victor Robles played his role that year, ultimately didn't do too much in the postseason, but also when you look at it, he was a stud for the Nationals that season. And one more before we get to move on, and that is Mr. Adam Eaton. Adam Eaton came up with big hits in the World Series. You look at him, the Mighty Mouse, the injuries over the years. You traded away Lucas Giolito, one of the prize prospects in baseball, and we traded it for Adam Eaton. Back-to-back years, very injured, but that 2019 season was a big one. He came up big for the Nationals in all the stretches that we needed him to. In fact, he even had a little power that year just a little bit of power had 15 home runs for the nationals 49 rbis 15 stolen bags had a 279 batting average a 792 ops above average hitter that's what we needed from adam eaton who stayed in right field for the nationals played 151 games and ultimately was a big key to success for the nationals so now for this third segment I'm going to teach you guys about the two D's that I want you to keep your eye on moving forward. And you're going to hear why, how that is all tied in to the 2019 Washington Nationals and what they should be moving forward. But before that, check out my guy, Lindsey Crosby, with Locked on MLB Prospects. The host, Lindsey Crosby, is a prospect encyclopedia. Trust me, he knows all about MLB prospects, and that is a big part to the Nationals' rebuild. And now we get back into the two Ds 
for the Washington Nationals moving forward. Those two Ds that you should know, that we should all know, is what is the key to success for the Nationals getting back on track into the postseason and making them a better team. The first D, draft. The second D, develop. Draft and develop. When you look at all these guys, tell me about the superstars. I have these superstars listed on this list. Soto, Rendon, Turner, Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, Hudson. Seven guys. These are guys that we drafted and or developed in our minor league system. Juan Soto, Anthony Rendon, Trey Turner, Steven Strasburg. Those four guys alone, you can even count Victor Robles, another key piece to that team. Five. Ryan Zimmerman as well, if you want to. At that point, wasn't a superstar, but you hear the point. Six guys to that championship roster were guys that we drafted and that we developed. You look at the Nationals now. We're not going to have a good record this year. We haven't had a good record since 2019. But in this time, it is the most pivotal time to actually do well be successful moving forward, and the time is now to draft and develop. You get top 10 picks. When you get those top 10 picks, you can't miss. That's what the Nationals didn't do when they were bad in the late 2000s, in the early 2010s, from 2010 to 2011. They did not miss on those guys. You drafted Anthony Rendon. You traded for Trey Turner right after the draft, basically. You drafted Steven Strasburg. You drafted Bryce Harper. All those guys, Bryce Harper did not help in 2019, obviously. He still does not have a World Series. But all those guys were drafted and developed by Mike Rizzo and this staff. Mike Rizzo was still the head of baseball operations with the Nationals, retaining all of those guys minus Ryan Zimmerman. So when I look at this, in this team moving forward, the keys to success are not what's going to be going to be happening immediately on the field with the Nationals. You're going to want to be paying attention to the farm, to how we draft, to how we develop these guys and what can help them to make them on that next postseason run that the Nats had in 2019. That's the key to success moving forward. That's what we need to work on, and that's what we need to keep our eyes on. Ultimately, if we're not good the next two years, if we are really bad, it's not going to be fun to watch. We know that. I'm not rooting for that as a fan. But also, there's a good thing to come from that. A better draft pick, a.k.a. a better chance to draft an impactful player to help us at that next level. Some teams don't do this, but also a lot of teams do. The dynasty that's building right now is the Houston Astros. Those guys, well... They are home-developed guys. Look at it. George Springer, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, Carlos Correa, Kyle Tucker, all those guys, home-developed, drafted, in their house, guys that they have, that they have produced. That is the importance of a championship team. You have to build and you have to draft those guys and to make them into important pieces for your next postseason run. 
So today's show, yes, it was about the 2019 Washington Nationals and what made them so special. But it's also to tie it in to the rebuild that the Nationals are currently in right now. It's not going to be the fun times of it. But what the fun times is, is the stuff that you won't be paying attention to, including myself, which is, well, not all of us, but some of us won't be paying attention to, is what's going down in the farm, what's going on in the draft, how they're developing guys, how they're signing guys out of Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, whatever it may be. That's what's the important stuff right now. And the Nationals are well on their way to being that good, solid staff again. So let's have some patience in this process and let's enjoy the bad times because the bad times won't last forever. The good times will be back once again. So ultimately, let's keep our heads up. Baseball is around the corner in the nation's capital and there is nothing more exciting than that because I know it's a rough time for the Nationals. But with the two Ds, drafting, in developing, the Nats could get back on track. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On MLB Prospects. And that host is Lindsey Crosby, who is a prospect encyclopedia. And that pod is free and available wherever you get your podcast. There is some ownership news I will be getting to on next show. Or is there news after all? I don't know. This is a whole mess. We all saw it coming. Why didn't we? I'm going to discuss that tomorrow. But thank you for making Locked On Nats your first listen. I will catch you tomorrow.